When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market. He is Ramon in Hendersonville, Tennessee, and I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, back where I belong in downtown Pittsburgh after nine days of bouncing all over creation, including finding this gentleman in Nashville. There we go. There we go. It was good seeing you, man. It what, really what was. The live show and everything, man. Look at us just jumping out there. Well, we did some different stuff last week, and we're going to take a little bit of a break from the usual football banter here uh, to talk about the Ramon Foster show okay? Uh, and, to, and to discuss it with you guys, basically. You come back at us in comments with what it is that you want to see here and everything else, but Ramon, there's no place better to start than with the episode that you did with Vince Williams uh, last week. It was the most a scene show, the most everything show, according to a lot of our viewers uh, that, that we've ever had here. Tell me a little bit about the way you handled that, the way Vinny handled it. I loved it. I just absolutely loved it. I've watched it twice now in its entirety. Man, it's interesting because when I got done, Vinny hopped off and Dolly was uh, your, your wife. She's just like her mom. She's like, this is not even what you do on a regular basis. Like, this is your second career and you're 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 good. I was like, Dolly, I'm just doing what I do, talking to my friends, man. And my approach to him was different than Kev, because Kev was a boss of mine, a friend now. You know what I'm saying? And, Kevin and his Colbert. retired Kevin mm-hmm. Colbert. And then he's a teammate, friend automatically. And but I also approach these conversations that I have with guys, man. It's been my approach. Same with Charlie. I want those guys to be highlighted. I don't want them to come on and uh, exclusively talk about player X, player B, and not the player I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's I, when I when I do these, I want these guys to be highlighted. Like when I get Marquise on and he's dialed up too, I don't want to talk about Mike. I want to talk about Marquise. I can talk about them together, and I know he's probably going to be like, we, we, we got to talk about both. No, I want to talk about Marquise. And I want this to be a a, uh, a personal, still eccentric approach to what we're feeding. And not just for it, because you know we go different lanes with it too. But what brought us all together was the Pittsburgh Steelers and his fan base. And I want them to be able to highlight their journey, their outlook on how they did it. And Vinny was able to do it. Like I, I went into Vinny's, Vinny's uh, you know, just background and dialogue and everything about him. But then, of course, I got to ask the questions that everybody want to know. What was it like between you and Shazier? How did that evolve? And I'm going to be honest with you. He dropped a nugget to me that was news to me also, even in those moments. Or either I just forgot. <laughs> is is The tweet he said he sent out about Shazier before they actually became tight. I forgot all about that, DK. And I'm not sure if Vinny's actually talked about that before. And I, I've never heard it. Never, but I remember it when he said it. I was like, yeah. But that was so transparent. That was so real. And the fact that all pros, man, and that's kind of what I want to 
you know, kind of get out of guys, have that sense of little insecurity, whether it's early in their career or whether that's the end of their career. Hearing him speak about the earlier years in the NFL as opposed to where he was just like, I'd rather not. Oh, what a journey, DK. Oh, there's there's only one of him. Um, I, I've, I've spoken and written about with my my own listeners and readers for years about the conversations that Vinny and I and Shazier would have every Friday over by that corner of the locker room. I got to tell you, it was intimidating. <laughs> um, it, 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 each one was very different. Ryan was more of the, the listener and Vinny has always been always the talker, the cerebral types. Your show gets done between you and Vinny. And you mentioned what my wife said to you after producing yours. And then she, she reaches out to me and she says, you sure these guys were football players? Like, and I'm like, I, I, I really, you know, I know what the stereotype is. Yeah, of course. I'll meat, even go into it. Yeah. Meatheads and everything else here. Right. But some of the, you know, the, the conversations that, I, that I've been blessed to have in the Steelers locker room with, with some guys, and believe me, some guys are meatheads. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Oh, they, heck, they, they, yeah. In every sport, okay? Oh, yeah. But as, you, as you're over there and, and you see the different personalities and, the, and, the, and the, the different vibes, but the one thing that's always set a football locker room apart from me from the other two sports that I cover is that everyone is way more outspoken. Now, I'm not I, – I can't begin to comprehend as to why that is. It might just be a culture thing or whatever. So maybe that realness yeah. comes to the surface more than it does in, say, hockey or baseball. But that episode in general, I was – I felt – I was glad that other people got to – See him. Yes. Yeah. The, stuff that I, the stuff that I've been talking about for years. Like, you don't understand what it's like being in a conversation with this guy, okay? You, you think of the inside linebacker. I'm thinking of something else entirely. Way different. Were you in, you, you, do you disarm him by talking about anything but football? Anything but football. Always. I know that was Alejandro's approach. Mm-hmm. Any, anything but football. Give anything me anything but, but football. football. Well, anything but football in combat. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. As long as we're clear, there was there were two things. Yes. And I guess my 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 other approach was it, and Al's queued up too, by the way. So I'm doing all these teases. They're gonna get delivered upon. I promise you. The other one is that point you just made there. The stereotypes of what the NFL is. We see all these guys fo- unfollowing teams, demanding money, uh, their social medias, their their glitzy life that we all are afforded and. What you saw from Vinny and what you saw from Charlie and even on the administrative side with Kev, the front office side, you're seeing the person, the people. They're not just brutes running to the wall. That's crazy. I'm sure everybody on this podcast has thought Vinny was. Hearing them talk changes your perception of a guy uh, like that. No, and actually, we don't no, get that. no, 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 no. Don't let him uh, off the hook with that. Uh, He's on the football field. He was he was nuts, okay? Yeah, that's don't, true. Don't be taking that uh, one away from him. No, I'm not taking it away from him, but <laughs> kidding, that's the I'm perception. Kidding. That's the yeah. perception of what guys are. And to a man, like, anytime I get an opportunity to talk to, I don't care if it's Brian McFadden, Ron Clark, Max Starks, Willie Colon, Vinny, Vince Williams, Marquise, the intellectual side of how guys are as human beings. And I think that's if you listen to people talk, you get why they'll jab back at a person on social media for saying you suck because you don't know what a person's gone through hearing Vinny's story. Like when he said, like, man, it was my point to perform on Fridays for my mom because she worked so hard. She lost the femininity. As if that's correct, correct word of saying that she lost that side of her because she had to go so hard for us. 
that the Fridays that we held together was the only time I got my mom. And I was just like, yeah, what do you do with that? I mean, you, 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 that's a book. Think about that. That's a book. So what did a lot of, what's your, what's your, what, what's the thing that makes you tick? Here's a dude in high school realizing this DK. Yeah. I like, I thought that was probably the, one of the deepest things anybody has ever said in life. Like that's the only time I'm going to get her attention because she's hustling so hard for us. Dude. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's one of the things that, 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 that came across, I thought more than anything else in this one though, I've seen, okay. To see Vince Williams be real is like saying the sky is blue. Right. However, however, I thought in this particular episode, that we're talking about that his conversation level with you was very different than it was, than it was with me. Okay. So I'm not in, I I'm in the locker room, but I'm not one. I'm not one of them. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not one of them. He's talking to you. Everything was at this level. Everything was at this level between the two of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was what had me like this through the whole episode. Yeah. Okay. There's a mutual respect there. And you guys would, this has to be said, you know, you're bashing helmets out there well, yeah. okay? on those Fridays when he was giving it all for his mom. Oh he, yeah. You were at the, you were at the other end of that. The other and, end of that. And he yeah. was at the other end of your motivation yeah. and everything else. And between offense and defense, like I think it'd be easy for you to just get a bunch of offensive linemen on here. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, here's my bud. Yeah. He's in the same huddle. But here's Vinny who was literally the other end of that. Yeah. And I, I I absolutely loved the dynamic. Yeah. At the risk of getting over overly analytical about it. That was the thing that, that had me gripped through the whole thing. But it was appropriate, though, too. And I think mm-hmm. also he gave our listeners, at least on his side as opposed to mine. Like, I remember how my free agency side of it went when I signed, you know, coming out of college, my undrafted. Like, here he was, no combine invite, no real visits. And he gets a call from the Steelers because they're allowed to do it and said, just because somebody vouched for you, Ike Taylor, we want to bring you in and we're going to sign you. We're going to draft you. We don't mm-hmm. know when, but you coming to us in some capacity. Can you imagine that whirlwind of, of emotions? Uh, just And then uh, waiting and then waiting till the sixth round. And then just waiting till the sixth <laughs> round. Like, Did they to, mean it? <laughs> I, I, like, seriously, they, they meant that I'd have been, cl- I'd have been checked out at that point. I'm going to be honest with you. But DK, to hear him say that's how his draft went, you know what I'm saying? And then also how he separated himself from his brother and breaking down his brother's situation. He used to tell us, oh, Carlos is way better than me. He always say that. But to hear what got Carlos going, like, it, I related to his brother with different drive. Like, I'm a, I consider myself a lead. I've been told I'm that. But I lead from behind or from the side more than I do out front. And maybe I jump out front because I'm pushed out there. People trust me enough. Mm-hmm. But hearing why his brother was just like it's easy for him and he'd rather just play ball. And that's okay, too. Sometimes people just want to just hang back and just do their thing until they bored with it. And then they check out. When we come back on the Ramon Foster Show, plans for other uh, potential future guests, and as well as another plan that we want to run past you, everybody here, when we come back. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. As promised, a little bit of a dialogue uh, about the immediate future of the show. And no, that's not something scary here. We're not going anywhere here. No, we're just trying to. We're trying to make it better all the time. And first, Moan, you mentioned in the in the opening segment, uh, teased a little bit that we might have some other 
some other guests, some other possibilities, because you really seem to, th- those are really cool shows. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and, and we, we will, man. I, I got guys lined up. It's a matter of my schedule, theirs, and actually locking in a time. You know how this goes. But what's, what's funny, every person I've reached out to has been like, yeah, when? Or I got people saying, man, when are you going to have me on? I'm like, you've you been serious. You pulling my leg. Coach Tomlin said it. That's the senior bowl. We don't have me. I'm like, all right, Coach T. We don't, we we going at it. Okay. I think everybody would hit press play on that one. They, they would, and they they. But it's I I respect it, man, because you know have been my approach. My approach. I've said this numerous times. When I left that locker room, I wanted to be in good standings. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like being in college when you leave and it's time to finally buy a house or something. So yep. like. Do I have an outstanding balance somewhere? I didn't want an outstanding balance. I wanted a surplus of of, of emotional support in and outside of that room, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and that's that's where I was, and why I approach it that way, and and take guys serious when it comes down to uh, how we go about booking these guests. DK. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, that's that's uh. Something that, again, I don't think anybody would complain about. And, and by the way, in every one of these cases, just to make sure this is clear, I take myself off the show. Yeah, Ramon's not out. kicking me off or anything. I am 100% out. You don't want or need anybody in the middle when you're having a dialogue like what's happening uh, between and, Ramon and And why, and DK? Why, why is that? I, I think it's cool to give some context. Is it just you want them to be able to unlock with me? It's, oh, no, 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 no. This is selfish. Yeah. I want that dynamic. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Dynamic's not. Let me tell you how this goes. If, 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 it's, if it's me, you, and Vinny, okay, here's how this is goes. You guys would wait for the middleman to be the guy that says this and that and whatever mm-hmm. else here. Uh uh-uh, uh, man. I'm out of there. Beginning, the very beginning. Yeah. First minute or two of that show, you didn't know how it was going to go. He didn't know how it was going to go. Yeah. Uh, that's what I want to see. <laughs> okay. I don't want to come in there and fix that. Yeah. I, I want to actually see it. What's crazy is he got super comfortable and I did too, right? I think you can tell mm-hmm. that because we both kept saying, okay, we can go on forever. I was just like, oh, wait, are, are we actually going to stop? Did. We kept saying, and I didn't want to tease our listeners or anything, but I was more or less just like, all right, we, either we're going to end it or we're going to pull up another story. And I know the fan base is going to say, we want more. But, hey, uh, he's a busy dude. He was in between moving uh, when he took out that time for us. So that's why I was just like, I don't want to take up all your time, but this is too good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't look like he was eager for it to end either. To say he wasn't. And, and that's what this is, though, too, with me. With me doing this with you, uh, it was somebody else that said this recently. I forget who it was. I mean, it was a former NFL player. I was like, this becomes therapy for me. I've heard this, yeah. And I was just like, you know what? It is because this is the thing, the 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 lifestyle that we lived and the stuff that we did. And you I read it, I wrote an article like this on stillers.com and I, I reference this by saying the job that we have, especially as NFL players, I'm not sure how the NHL and NBA travel too, but there's only one other person in America that travel the way we do. And that's the president. President of the United States of America. Yep. I mean, am I lying, DK? No. In fact, it, it applies to Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, uh, National Basketball Association, right down the line. Uh, even now, you even got some colleges. Yeah. You know, that are, yeah, it's it's and, pretty fancy stuff. And and that's why, like I said, the growth of what we're doing, how we're going about it, DK, is important to me. And uh, and it's for our listeners, too. So this is therapy for those guys that come on and, and us sharing these experiences. No, there's no question about that. Now. 
We also did a show last mm-hmm. week in Nashville that was live. And I got to tell you, at least as far as the comments and so forth that came back, it was very, very well received. Yeah. Um, and I happen to know at least one person who really seemed to like doing it. And that would be this guy right over there. This I guy. Did. I did. Okay. And I yeah. could tell. Yeah. Even as we were doing it, you're like, well, this is, this is great. But, well, this is the thing. I enjoyed the live aspect of it because one, you can play it back for the ones that come on late too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like growth and I'm a guy of just I'm, I'm I'm progressive in like the thoughts of growth. Like if it helps, like, yeah, let's do it. That's where I'm at. And I felt like the more we can involve our listeners into what we do live, yep. mm-hmm. the better it is for them. And in that moment, maybe better for us too, DK, because I don't I don't care if it's a critique. I don't care if it's a, hey, thank you. I don't care what it is like that's pushing us. And it it really puts me in the arena again. If I could be honest with you, like, oh, we got to be on our stuff. Oh, yeah, DK. you're sharp. Yeah, you stay you stay sharp anytime anything's live. It's also a little it, it's different. It, it comes with pluses and minuses. The one complaint yeah. that everybody had, and this is entirely on me, Uh-oh. was that especially on YouTube, they wanted to be alerted about it. Oh, and the way we did that show, I'm not going to bore everybody with tech stuff, <laughs> but it came through a third party thing that doesn't send an alert on YouTube. So we might make a decision where we either just do it on YouTube. It might be uh, something where we say instead, hey, we're going to figure out a way to manually send alerts or whatever okay. else like that. So, that, But the best way to do it, I think, mm-hmm. is to just find a time. Yeah. That yeah. way you don't you don't need an alert. No. You just know, hey, it's three o'clock or it's four o'clock, yeah. and it's time for Ramon. It's like your grandmama's favorite game show during the game time. Game time. I mean, during the daytime. I mean, so so where can they view all of them? You at said DK? grandmama. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, it's like your your grandmama's favorite daytime <laughs> show. You know what they are? Those as they call them, the stories. Uh, yeah, yeah. Soap operas. The soaps. Yeah. Uh, where where the, they the, that platform plays them on all levels though, right? DK. Yes. YouTube. It's Facebook. It goes everywhere. YouTube, goes everywhere. Facebook, Twitter. We're even on Twitch now, hey. okay, which is a live streaming thing uh, for anybody who doesn't know. And we'll we can adapt and be on on anything anywhere. Uh, that's kind of my temptation is to keep it like that so that as many people as possible see it. Uh, yeah. It also allows people to respond back to us to mm-hmm. say, and I mean, in the moment, everything the moment. becomes a hey moan. Uh, yeah and, okay. and that's the beauty of it so and i would say this too as if you guys like it tell somebody to tell somebody else too. if you see us live and whenever we go to those moments like you can retweet them or if you see these shows retweet those too because the the more the merrier although we have to sift through more questions which means you might get us longer too dk i mean Ooh, you just never know i don't know we could just have that hard hard out as they say in the radio business right uh, hard uh, out. Uh, sorry hard guys out. gotta go it's like the oscars you start playing music and whatever else here when we come back on the Ramon Foster Show, the only segment that actually matters. And welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show and the only segment that matters. That's brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they call craveability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Moan, I'd love to tell you that we have a standard Hey Moan lined up, but then as, as I'm going through all of the responses from last week, it was all, you're awesome, Vinny's awesome, also you're awesome, and also Vinny's awesome. 
<laughs> right up and down the line. <laughs> That's all we have, man. No, Richard says, Vince Williams, what a career player and guy. 98 miles an hour of Steelers football. Yeah. Justin says that was dope. We need more of this. I love seeing the cerebral human side of these guys, and I love how Vince initiated the mental part of life. These guys are not just pieces on a board. Much love. We have lots and lots of these uh, that, that came from people. We're grateful for all of them. Yeah. Absolutely, man. It was it was good to 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 watch Vinny, man. Let me tell you, the guy that that he, you saw last week is not the guy that he was when he came in. I think that's what most of us want to be as a human being, anyway, man. That was just cool to me. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. And this is one thing too. I thought was very interesting. Every person that's come on from Kev to Charlie to now Vinny, the language and the standard of what's expected inside of that outside of that locker room DK has mm-hmm. been the same. Yep. Nothing is rehearsed as far as conversation about coach Tomlin, nothing is rehearsed when it comes to the Rooney's nothing is rehearsed when it comes down to what the Steelers are. And I thought that was super important to kind of point out a little bit too. Like to, to say that old cliche, the standard is the standard. Like, I don't know who came up with it first, whether it's coach Tomlin or somebody before him. It wasn't Noel. It's, it's probably maybe the first phrase that, that that in Steelers history that wasn't conceived by Chuck Noel. <laughs> well, <laughs> like legitimately, has the language been the same the entire time as we give Vinny oh, his yeah. flowers? Oh, yeah. There's there's so much of that. There's no question about that. Russ says, hey, Moan, having Vinny on as a guest was the best ever on your podcast. Really enjoyed it. Uh Where's where's Renee's? I, I loved hers here. Renee says the vast majority of the fan base don't understand Mike Tomlin. Moan, you and Vinny explained him so perfectly. I uh, love it. Miss you both so much on the playing field. Uh, here's one more. This this might have been this might have been the one that hit me the hardest. And there are hundreds of them. On there here. are hundreds. <laughs> George McQuiggan says I was a painter for over thirty years, and I wore my body out. Five spinal surgeries and rotator arthroscopic. I appreciate the abuse and the training that you guys put yourselves through. I love hearing about football from your perspectives. Wow. If you, I wish everyone would know but the, the feeling Ramon just had right now when I read that. Yeah. I wish everyone could know what that meant. Yeah. Uh, no one knows what these guys go through other than them. That includes me. No one knows. But George the painter actually might. Yeah. Okay, yeah. because it is a physical toll. Mm-hmm. It it is, and and hearing Vinny, you know, relate to that when it came down to Shay's situation, Shay's yeah. situation, or just how he was governing himself with reckless abandonment going down on special teams, like that was his means of survival. The same way our friend the painter is, like those are your methods of survival when it comes down to physicals. I'm not minimizing anybody's profession, but with that mentality that you got to do and be exactly what you think you are day in and day out and nobody cares other than the finished product and if you're not good even if you're a painter even if you're a contractor you're out i respect that man and i respect anybody that hustles their way of maintaining you know life too that's that's beautiful stan writes to us from germany he says what an epic talk and a great interview inside view for any steelers fan now i know i feel like i know that the mentality aspect of the game is even harder than the physical part. Um, that's that's another one. 
that, you know, that, the, the, the mental part of what has to happen on a Sunday when you're, you're taking the field and especially, you know, not, not to single out Vinny from that night in Cincinnati because you all, yeah, you all felt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all did to an extent, but that's Vinny's guy. It is. And Vinny plays that position and Vinny sits next to him in that room and they're best friends. And Vinny still has to go out the, not just the following week, that night, that night and play his heart and soul out to get that W against the Bengals. And that was a necessary win. It was in the moment. I hate to say this because it's going to make, it's going to make people go, what, what do you mean? In the moment that win was celebrated in there. Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. that's going to sound terribly uncomfortable or awkward for people. Okay. But I, I can attest personally that most of you had no damn idea what was going on. Because you didn't want that situation, honestly, in the mentality of players to go in vain in a sense. Like, oh, you let them get one of your soldiers and you lost. You knew he was down, but you didn't know. You, like you Yeah. You that. didn't know the extent or the extreme. The coach, the coach absorbed all of that. He knew everything. And what's, what's, what's wild, ODK, to that point of, you know, him bringing up the mental side of it, too. I'm sure we've all got written about. I'm sure we've all been talked about, discussed as players sometimes, especially when you're not a first-round type of guy unless you're a air quotation marks bust. Like, there are guys that come in that are better than you. Vinny alluded to that. I've always alluded to that. But the physical side, DK... Other than actually doing it, doesn't compare to the mental warfare you have to go through to survive. And I think Vinny kind of showed that a lot more than I possibly have on this pod. Wow. (laughs) This was quite the episode, huh? It was. (laughs) We never even really talked about football, and yet that's all we did, isn't it? I mean, it's just combine. It's lies about the draft. It's lies (laughs) about trades any doggone way. So what are we doing, TK? That's right. Hey, this is where all of you come in. Again, uh, we've got a couple of things to say to you. He's going to get into the likes and the shares and the so forth, okay? Mm -hmm. But my thing for you is I want to hear back from you about, about live I want to yeah. hear if you're into the live format. Uh, I want to hear if you're where it is that you watch it, where it is that you'd want to experience it, how you'd like to get the alerts. We want your feedback here. We're going to go through all of it. As for the likes and shares. Hey, I'll ask you guys, if you follow me, my social media is Ramon Foster on Twitter. DK, yours is what? DK. It's just my, it's my, first, just my first and last name separated by an underscore. Dan yeah. Kovacevic. Just hit that follow. Uh, if you don't follow us, that's fine. I, 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 I'll forgive you. But also, if you like it, retweet it so somebody else may see it and may be enlightened. Because when we have those type of episodes, especially, like there are gems that everybody can kind of get out of something. That's yeah, a, that's we, a everyone said that it was, was like this great, big, life-changing episode, but not as not nearly as many people hit share and like. And that's where it gets – Yeah. That's where it gets out there. Not complaining. Yeah. Just letting you know, because people ask all the time, how can we get this out? How can we? That's it. You would Retweet. be stunned, yeah. especially on YouTube itself. You on would Facebook. be stunned at the impact that a simple like and share has on the algorithm. That's what puts it out there for people who don't normally subscribe to the show. Yes, absolutely. So retweet, like, share on Facebook, whatever you got to do, Twitter, Instagram, put it in your story. We're appreciative of all you and I appreciate uh, the support. We're, we're literally just getting started. Yeah, this is actually true. This is actually true. We're, we'll have our next episode on Wednesday. It might be live, depending on what you say. Oh, boy. <laughs>